Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me is Sarah Zach. Welcome again, Sarah. Hi, Bill. So we're going to talk, I gather, about driveway sealants. And um, I I was just going over your notes, and there's a lot more to this than I thought. So first, why don't you tell us why we would talk about driveway sealants in a natural resource podcast? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a bit of an odd topic, I guess, until you start to learn a little bit more about it. So um, it's October, and it might be a little bit late, but it's the time of year when a lot of people are getting ready uh, for cold weather and are starting to winterize their homes. Um, And a driveway needs to be maintained just like any other part of the house. So some homeowners who have asphalt or blacktop driveways may be considering applying driveway sealant or seal coat to provide protection from the wear and tear that comes with winter or even just to keep your driveway looking new. But there are environmental impacts to consider when you select and apply seal coat. Hmm. Well, how do they work in the first place? So an asphalt driveway is comprised of gravel and small stones and sand, and it's all mixed with asphalt. And the asphalt binds the stones and sand together to form um, what's called asphalt concrete, otherwise known as blacktop. Over time, the surface of that can become eroded, so sealants are applied on top to prevent that from happening. Um, Driveway seal coat is a black liquid that's sprayed or painted or spread on the asphalt and allowed to cure for a period of time. And you can always tell when blacktop's been sealed because it's shiny and dark and typically looks very pristine. Mm. So I'm getting the impression that maybe some of these substances aren't terribly environmentally friendly. What are they made of? Yeah, there are two major formulas on the market, even though um, there are a, a kind of a variety. There's acrylic sealers and, and water-based sealants, but they're less commonly used. And so the two major formulas on the market are asphalt emulsions and refined coal tar. Um, both of these are derived from fossil fuels. Asphalt is distilled from petroleum or crude oil, And coal tar pitch is a byproduct of superheating coal to form coke. Um, These materials are then mixed with water, sand, and other compounds to make the liquid seal coat product. Hmm. So do I really need to seal my driveway at all? That's a really good question. And it's very much personal preference. From an aesthetic standpoint, many people really like the look of a black, shiny, seal-coated driveway. It looks very nice. Seal coat's also marketed as a product that can extend the life of your driveway, though many people maintain that they've never sealed their asphalt driveways and they last 20-plus years. Others with long-lasting driveways seal religiously every two years or so. Um, I think the longevity of your driveway is definitely tied to proper installation of the driveway uh, because the fact is that the seal coat does wear off and have to be has to be reapplied. Friction from tires and snow plows and erosion from the weather wears down seal coat into small sort of dust-like particles. And the look of worn seal coat can be very unattractive to homeowners, so that may prompt many people to seal their driveway, even if it's in good condition otherwise. Hmm. So what are you, you, that dust thing you just uh, (laughs) made me think, 
again, maybe not such a great environmental impact there. What what are the exact environmental concerns for driveway sealants? Yeah, there's definitely environmental concerns here. As I said earlier, asphalt and coal tar both drive from fossil fuels, but their formulations are really very different. A key difference between them is the amount of polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, which is a mouthful, I know. Um, we call them PAHs um, that each one of them contains. PAHs are, uh, to put very simply, um, a class of compounds, a chemical compounds, that form anytime something that has carbon in it is burned, from wood to gasoline to even a hamburger on the grill. Several PAHs are known to be toxic to aquatic organisms. Some are carcinogenic, uh, meaning that they cause cancer, or tetragenic, meaning that they cause birth defects to aquatic organisms. Several PAHs are also probable human carcinogens. Now the difference is with the seal coat that asphalt-based sealers typically contain about 50 milligrams of PAHs per kilogram of sealant, but coal tar-based sealants typically contain more than 50,000 milligrams of PAHs per kilogram of sealant. Yeah, it's a it's a huge difference. So let's say I've got a dog, or well, even myself and the the kids. What, does that have an effect on us? What what should we be concerned about? Well, it's a, that's the, the primary question, I think, right? So there have been a number of studies that have documented that runoff from coal tar sealed parking lots can be toxic to aquatic animals. Um, studies have been done on fish and other aquatic organisms, and negative effects have ranged from abnormalities with fish embryos to damage to organs, even to death. But that doesn't necessarily translate to the same risks to, to us. There haven't been any studies that have examined the physical effects of coal tar sealant on people. But there have been risk assessment studies that have shown that living near coal tar sealed parking lots can increase what's called your excess lifetime cancer risk. This is the extra risk of developing cancer that's caused by exposure to a toxic substance. So, so sort of an abnormal cancer risk beyond sort of normal day-to-day. The excess lifetime cancer risk of those living adjacent to coal tar sealed parking lots has been estimated to be up to 38 times higher than those living near a parking lot without coal tar sealant. And this is primarily due to those small particles that contain the PAHs uh, from worn down seal coat getting tracked into homes and incorporated into the dust in your house. Interesting. And of course, there's a difference between a driveway and a parking lot in terms of area, but you yes similar directions anyway. So. Yeah, and, and the seal coat wears off in the exact same manner. Yeah. So what do we do to minimize impacts of uh, seal coating, assuming we want to do it in the first place? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of homeowners want to seal their driveways, and I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, the first thing to do is to always follow the manufacturer's instructions. And I think that's just a good life lesson. <laughs> um, wearing the appropriate clothes, wearing a respirator can help to ensure your safety as you're applying it. And then always apply the seal coat when temperatures are expected to be above 50 to 55 degrees for a, a good period of time and when there's no rain in the forecast for at least 24 hours. 48 hours is even better in order to allow the seal coat to cure properly. 
improperly cured seal coat can wash right off of a driveway into the sewers or local water bodies and then can impact wildlife. There's been at least one documented fish kill that was attributed to coal tar seal coat that was improperly applied prior to a rain event. On sort of a personal level, uh, if your driveway is sealed, taking your shoes off before you go in the house can help to minimize the amount of dust that enters your home. And then I think being careful in how you select your formulation that you want to use to seal your driveway. Big box home improvement stores like Lowe's and Home Depot don't carry coal tar seal coat products any longer. So if you're gonna seal your driveway yourself, it's very likely that you'll have access to safe alternatives to coal tar like asphalt or acrylic. But if you hire a company to seal your driveway, make sure to ask what kind of product they're using and request what, whatever you would prefer. And, and I think once it comes time for your driveway to be replaced, you could consider replacing it with concrete or a more permeable material that doesn't require any sealing at all. Hmm, good food for thought. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wastner and Sarah Zach. <laughs>